0: Welcome to Storytime Revolution. Today I'm starting a new series, um, the book A Cloud of Witnesses, Northrop. Um, please by Northrop, put together by American Heritage Classics. Um, I read through parts of this, and um, the testimonies were wonderful. And it was, I just, just the little bits that I've read were wonderful. So I, I wanted to um, read through this um, a little bit at a time. Um, it's subtitled "The Greatest Men in the World for Christ," and the book, an exhaustive and. Exhaustive and unprecedented collection of biographic and autographic opinions respecting the author of Christianity and the Bible from over 800 illustrious personages outside the clerical professions. These are kings, presidents, senators, congressmen, Parliamentarians, di- diplomats, philosophers, scientists, poets, authors, historians, artists, philanthropists, reformers, educators, lawyers, physicians, soldiers, journalists, financers, governors of states, leaders of great movements, and the acknowledged representative men of the old world and the new by Stephen Abbott Northrop. It says, great authorities are, are great arguments, Daniel Webster. Shall we never listen to the words of these wisest of men, Ruskin? No sadder proof can be given a man of his own littleness than disbelief in great men, Carlyle. Why, may not laymen instruct in the general principles of Christianity as well as ecclesiastics? Judge Story. Forward. As King Josiah unearthed the hidden treasure of the Holy Scriptures after years of obscurity, it has been a privilege for us at American Heritage Heritage Ministries to revive a cloud of witnesses, giving testimony of the living Word, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Capsuled in the pages are accounts by great philosophers, statesmen, writers, scientists, etc., from the annals of history who lift up an even greater one with the promise that all men will be drawn unto him. Our nation is presently in a desperate self-destructive course, denying the existence of a creator and failing to acknowledge his providential sovereignty over nations and people, Modern secular textbooks, with their obvious deletions of nearly everything pertaining to the Almighty, have deprived the reader of the very essence of our leaders' achievements and greatness. Our desire at American Heritage Heritage Ministries is that you, as an individual representing families, schools, and churches, will read these pages and be inspired. You have not stood alone in your faith, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And once inspired, the next task set before us all is to relay this legacy of faith in our Lord Jesus to our immediate generation and to generations to come, our children's children. Our future leaders whether they serve as politicians executive inventors servicemen or in whatever capacity need to know that blessed are the people whose god is the lord and that their leadership can reflect christ in this world they need to know that jesus christ can be their vital link to accomplishments be they famous or unknown rich or poor however faithful to the end with a painfully apparent disintegration of the god ordained family and the subsequent grievous absence of a stable male role model in an ever-growing number of homes throughout our land. Young boys and girls need to see that not all men are failures, that Christ can make a difference. Mothers have a constant need of resources for the awesome responsibility to train up a child in the way he or she should go. And lastly, fathers need to grasp from these pages that godly men shaped great nations, and rise to the occasion of leadership, starting with their own families, as a testimony of God's design for the nurturing of His precious little ones. May you be inspired towards God's fullest potential, His perfect will for you. Reverend Richard Wheeler, President of American Heritage Ministries. And This book was written in... 1987, so yeah, definitely right in the middle of the degradation of America. And there's a picture of Stephen Northrup. This book is full of illustrations, but you won't be able to share those. Two dear ones, tried and true. A Christian father, a loving companion, a devoted daughter. I dedicate this book to father first, because he, with my sainted mother, laid the right foundations in my youthful heart through prayers, tears, precept, and sacrifices. To wife next because her wise counsel, cheering word, and helpful presence have been my daily inspiration during the anxious years of a laborious professional career, to daughter last, because her gleeful voice, affectionate nature, and winsome spirit may have been my sweet delight at closing day and returning morn, and it has pictures of his family. Introductory An impression prevails among a certain class, either through willful prejudice or superficial knowledge, that our great thinkers and representative men are not in open sympathy with with the religion of the Bible, that Christianity is only for the weak, the young, and the ignorant, and that its champions outside the pulpit, the Christian press, and the theological circles are few and far between. These pages are a bold and exhaustive refutation to such opinions masterminds in the first rank of statesmanship and scholarship appear in evidence that the very reverse is true that the wisest the bravest and the profoundest are the staunch friends of the cross and the word indeed since the birth of christ the wise men of the world best qualified to detect error and imposture have laid at his feet the richest gifts of their genius An interesting and unique feature of this work is that every one of its recorded declarations, directly or indirectly, in favor of Christ and the Bible comes from secular sources, and none whatever from clergymen. By virtue of their office, clergymen are expected to advocate the claims of the founder of Christianity and its inspired book. Hence, a collection of testimonies from such authorities might be charged with professional bias but when men of the highest intellectual attainments, men whose names are engraved on the front of the centuries as leaders of human thought, pioneers of political, material, and moral progress, who have opened new paths for the feet of knowledge, and who have no personal interest at stake, when such men wield pen and lift voice in emulous praise to the Lamb of Calvary, incomparable in the life he led, unapproachable in the faith he inspired, and matchless in the ethics he preached. To the testimony of such witnesses assuredly all reasonable persons will respectfully listen, and, let us hope, confess with those who watched him there, truly this was the Son of God. My task in preparing this book for publication will be more than compensated if perused with fairness by the unbeliever and with pleasure by the Christian serving to dissipate the doubts of the one and to confirm the faith of the other, bringing both alike into more intimate relation with the mighty to save who gloriously leads the van of our civilization, toiling up new calvaries with the cross that turns not back." These testimonies have been obtained during years of painstaking research in city, national, and university libraries, and by extensive correspondence with distinguished men of two continents up to the, up to the present hour. The references, the references that follow or proceed are of indisputable authority, so that those who wish to quote or investigate may feel perfectly assured of their accuracy testimony with facsimile signatures are trustworthy in every case. The original letters are in possession of the undersigned, deposited under lock and key for safekeeping, or any possible appeal. Some of these autograph confessions of faith are very brief, but the value of any testimony is never to be measured by the space it covers. Great truths are often expressed in fewest words." the sentiments of poets, as might be expected, are given mostly in verse. No attempt has been made to indicate the volumes from which the selections have been taken, for the reason that there are so many different editions that no satisfactory system of reference could be fixed upon. Most of the quotations, however, may be readily found in any of the authorized works of these writers. My hearty thanks are due the many publishers and authors for the use of valuable ac- extracts from their books, and also to those who have courteously furnished at my solicitation their autograph testimonies. Friends and strangers here and there have kindly offered me timely hints and good cheer. May this volume inspire more devout reverence for and a deeper study of the Bible, the God of books, the safest one to trust in this life, and the only one to pillow. Our heads upon in death. Search the scriptures, for they are their own best proof, so too with Revelation Savior. He himself is his own strongest evidence. I am one that bear witness of myself. Behold my hands and feet handle me and see. Christ is God and Christ is man. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the one unique, colossal figure of all times. His enthronement will be universal. The magnetism of the uplifted cross and the revealed word will draw all nations into one bond of Christian unity, human liberty, and fraternity. Finally, the verdict of the impartial reader must be, surely no man among the wise and great of earth is at heart a skeptic and as the long procession of the most illustrious men Christendom has ever produced passes before the eye, we may exultingly exclaim, as in good old apostolic days, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. How beautiful is genius when combined with holiness! Oh, how divinely sweet the tones of the harp whose chords are touched by the soft hand of piety, there vibrating with sweet music in the ear of God. Stephen A. Northrop and There's a picture of Christ, I reckon, and it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. I take that to mean he stands at our door and knocks. There is another picture, and it says the Holy Scriptures, the center of attraction. The central figure of this picture is that of Luther holding aloft an open Bible. Around him, in a sanctuary, are authors, artists, poets, scientists, philosophers, and statesmen, statesmen who are enlightened, who are enlightened and quickened by the truth which shines from the sacred page. This picture from. Wilhelm von Kohlbrock's famous painting illustrates the general, general character of A Cloud of Witnesses. A Score of Defenders The argument of this book is that the famous men of Christendom are firm believers in Christ and the Bible, and they have so declared themselves in clear and emphatic terms. We here deploy twenty chosen men of commanding name and weighty utterance to sustain the position thus taken. Most men at the head of great movements are Christian men, William E. Gladstone. Christianity has been embraced by the wisest, purest, strongest, and noblest men in the world, Thomas Hughes the christian religion is no longer the badge of weaklings and enthusiasts but of distinction and forcing respect william mckinley my faith is through a gr- though a great man may by a rare res- possibility be an infidel an intellect of the highest order must build on christianity thomas d quincy this admirable author shakespeare as well as the best and greatest men in all ages and of all nations, seem to have had his mind thoroughly seasoned with religion, Steele and Addison. The loftiest intellects since the advent of Christianity have had faith, a practical faith, in the doctrines of the Gospel, Descartes and Newton, leibniz and Pascal, Racine and Corneille, Charlemagne and Lewis the fourteenth napoleon as to the christian religion besides the strong evidence which we have for it there is a balance in its favor for the number of great men who have been convinced of its truth after a serious consideration of the question samuel johnson they can no longer assert that piety is confined to men of little minds when they behold the highest degree of it in a geometric a geometr- metr- mettr- uh, geometrician, geomet- met- Geometrician 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 Pascal of the first rank, the most acute metaphysician, and the most penet- metaphysician, and the most penetrating mind that ever existed, Pierre Bale Bail, bail, Baal, I think it's Baal. The books of Moses, no monument, either historical or astronomical, has yet been able to prove false. But with them, on the contrary, agree in the most remarkable manner the results obtained by the most learned philosophers and profoundest geometricians. Adriana Adriano Balbi. In eulogy of Daniel Webster, and beyond all this, he died in the faith of the Christian, humble but hopeful, adding another to the long list of eminent men who have searched the gospel of Jesus Christ and have found it to be the word and the will of God. Lewis Cass <clears throat> It is no slight testimonial, both to the merit and worth of Christianity, that in all ages since its promulgation— The great mass of those who have risen to eminence by their profound wisdom and integrity have recognized and reverenced Jesus of Nazareth as the son of the living God, John Quincy Adams. Even to the end of time, all wise and intelligent men must bow themselves reverently before this Jesus of Nazareth, and the more wise, intelligent, and noble they themselves are, the more humble will they recognize the exceeding nobleness of this great and glorious manifestation of the divine life. J. G. Ficht, F-I-C-H-T-E, Fichte, I'm going to say. When you are told that these missionary societies are nonsense, supported by a pack of old women getting together, then you may point to those men, the best statesmen and the best soldiers of India, who have by their lives on every occasion in which they could sustained Christian missions, the Earl of Northbrook. The greatest men have believed in our Savior, that is to say, the most enlightened men on the earth, in the most philosophical of all ages, and in full vigor of mind and body have believed in Jesus Christ, and the great Conde, 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 when dying, repeated these words, Yes, we shall see him, as he is, face to face, the Marquis de Valvinaragues, V-A-U-V-E-N-A-R-G-U-E-S. Few persons who have contemplated Christianity as it existed the first three centuries would have imagined it possible that it should completely supersede the pagan worship around it that its teachers should bend the mightiest monarchs to their will and stamp their influence on every page of legislation and direct the whole course of civilization for a thousand years. W. E. H. Lecky. For more than a thousand years, the Bible, collectively taken, has gone hand-in-hand hand with civilization, science, law, in short, with the moral and intellectual cultivation of the species, Good and holy men, and the best and wisest of mankind, the kingly spirits of history, enthroned in the hearts of mighty nations, have borne witness to its influence, and have declared it beyond compare the most perfect instrument of humanity. S.T. Coleridge The most wonderful volume in existence is, beyond doubt, the Bible. And it is, most of all, wonderful that up to the present time, in the opinion of hundreds of thousands of the judicious, reflecting, and reasoning among earth's inhabitants, during three thousand years since its first book was written, has maintained its high authority, and has retained in all this lapse of time a powerful sway over the human mind. General Ormsby McKnight Mitchell men of simple minds devoid of curiosity and of learning are christians through reverence minds of middle growth and moderate capacities are the most prone to error and doubt but higher intellects more clear-sighted and grounded in science form a superior class of believers who through long and religious investigations arrive at the fountain at the fountain light of the scriptures and feel the mysterious and divine meaning of our ecclesiastical doctrines michael de montaigne m-o-n-t-a-i-g-n-e we are sometimes reminded that the religion of the crucified redeemer may do for women for children for weak-minded men but not for men of experience observation and reflection Men who see not God in our history have surely lost sight of the fact that from the landing of the Mayflower to this hour, the great men whose names are indissolubly indissolubly, indissolubly associated with the colonization, rise, and progress of the Republic, have borne testimony to the vital truths of Christianity. Henry Wilson, United States Senator thus you will find all that is great or wise or splendid or illustrious among created beings all the minds gifted beyond ordinary measure if not inspired by the universal author for the advancements and dignity of the world though divided by distant ages and by the clashing opinions distinguishing them from one another yet joining as it were in one sublime chorus to celebrate the truths of christianity and laying upon its altars laying upon its holy altars the never-fading offerings of their immortal wisdom, Lord Chancellor Erskine. It is a favorite ruse de guerre, with some writers and speakers against Christianity, to represent that those oppositions are due to modern science, meaning thereby physical and natural sciences, and that nearly all scientific men disbelieve the religion of Christ. These, however, are groundless, groundless assertions. The experience of fifty years, and acquaintance with, acquaintance with very many scientific men of different types in different countries, enables me to say that very many of the most distinguished men were Christians, and I know many others who, if not Christians, may be said to be not far from the kingdom of God. The utterances of a, f- of a few popular men should not be taken as expressing the views of the whole class. The best and the ablest scientific men have all along been devoted Christians and Christianity has all along helped to make them what they are. So, Sir John William Dawson. So we'll end there for today's reading and continue with the first cloud of witnesses. John Abercrombie, a Scottish, Scottish physician. And, uh, also charles kindle adams john adams john quincy adams william taylor adams and i think i'll just do 20 minutes at a time unless y'all tell me that more or less is better thanks for joining and god bless you